Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch Podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show recapping the weekend of September 23rd through the 25th, 2022. My name is Paulo, and I'm your host. Hope you all are doing well out there. Apologies for the super late episode this week. Uh, super busy with work and some other projects, like two other podcast episodes I'm rushing to finish uh, by end of day today. So we'll just do a quick numbers-only episode and save the movie headlines for next week. First place last weekend was the disaster that is Don't Worry Darling from Warner Brothers. Now, if you haven't been following all the off-screen drama with Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, and Chris Pine, uh, look it up. It's super juicy. I won't be recapping it here. Nevertheless, despite all the drama, it was still able to rally to a 19.3 million opening in 4,113 theaters for a per theater average of $4,705. Another 10 million or so overseas put it at a 29.3 million for the weekend worldwide. A budget of 35 million or so on an 87 would put it at maybe an 87, uh, 87.5 million break even point. However, the reviews for this one are fairly not that great. Uh, B minus on cinema score and 38 from critics, though. Uh, audience says it on Rotten Tomato have it at 77%. Uh, notably, the audience apparently for the first weekend was like 44% females under 25, which is way over-indexing over there, and overall 66% female. Um, this is likely due to a bunch of Harry Styles fans uh, kind of um, feeding that number. I guess all news is good news, even if it's a drama, uh, gossipy drama. Um, at the very, um, the, the real question, though, will be whether or not this can carry over to future weekends. Um, over the weekend, from Friday to Saturday, uh, the drop was 39%, which is fairly steep for a first week for a Friday to Saturday first weekend drop. Um, and in the case, it might not have super great legs in the future, so may struggle to hit that 87.5 million break-even point I mentioned. Um, for me, though, you know what's most important was that I actually had a bet with a friend. Uh, shout out to Jeff from Classics Movie Live um, about whether or not Don't Worry, Darling, or Woman King would have a higher opening weekend. Um, I had bet that Don't Worry, Dar Worry Darling would, and I came out correct with about, by about $300,000 to spare. Um, so now Jeff is on the hook to have to watch a couple of bad movies of my choice. Uh, sorry, Jeff, um, but hopefully you enjoy those movies. So yeah, um, speaking of The Woman King, uh, they came in second place this weekend with $11 million in 3,765 theaters, which is a 42% drop uh, for a per theater average of 2,923 and a running total of $36 million, which is you know all in all pretty solid. A 42% drop is not too bad to speak of. Uh, that being said, with a $50 million production budget, um, that's not exactly what you want to see when you open only to $19 million. So even though they have a similar opening number weekend to Don't Worry Darling, uh, Woman King will have a higher, harder time getting the profitability. Uh, third place for this weekend went to the re-release of Avatar for preparation for Way of Water's release in December. It did a very respectable $10.5 million in 1860 theaters with many premium large format screens. It had a per theater average of 5,661, the highest per theater average of the weekend, which makes sense if people are selling out more for the IMAX tickets. Uh, this brings Avatar's domestic total up to $771 million domestic. Now, apparently globally, it actually made $30.5 million, which is more than Don't Worry Darling global opening this weekend so uh, make of that what you will with what people think of uh, uh, Avatar um, uh, Avatar for December uh, fourth place went to Barbarian in its third weekend, dropping 26% in 2,890 theaters to $2.7 million for a per theater average of 1,673. It actually gained theaters this weekend, about 550 or so, bringing its domestic total up to $28.4 against a $4 million production budget, so definitely profitable by this point. 
Running out of the top five was See How They Went from Searchlight in its second weekend, dropping a respectable 36%. However, again, as with Woman King, having a relatively lower starting point means it only made $1.9 million this weekend in 2,502 theaters, purchasing the average of 765, running a total of only $6 million. No budget I could find for this, but I don't think it's going to end up being profitable. Outside of the top five, Bullet Train, as of last weekend, hit $99.2 million. It'll probably hit $100 million by the end of this weekend, if it hasn't already. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion ended its domestic run at $376 million domestic after 15 weeks, just after barely hitting the $1 billion mark worldwide. And also not quite this weekend, but everything everywhere all at once has been in theaters still. Not making that much, but you know, it spent uh, you know several weeks uh, at $69 million or so before finally crossing into that $70 million mark. Only about $4 million away from Morbius, so if it gets a, a Best Picture nomination and gets re-released, it could very well uh, cross that number. And also, apparently, Apple's uh, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, uh, from the Vietnam action comedy starring Zac Efron, got put in theaters this past week uh, weekend, probably to quite qualify for an Oscars one that, frankly, given the reviews, isn't going to happen um, before it drops on Apple TV Plus uh, today, September 30th. So, no numbers from that from Apple. Overall, the total box office last weekend was $60.7 million for the weekend. Uh, this weekend, we have three wide releases. Uh, Bros, which is a gay rom-com from Universal starring Billy Eichner, uh, forecast for about $9 million or so this weekend, though uh, Thursday numbers don't look like it's going to hit that. Um, similarly, we also have Smile, Paramount's horror film, forecast to open th- another third film in a row, opening in the $19 million range. And then The Good House, a road chase attractions for romance starring Sigourney Weaver uh, with no forecast yet. Uh, like I said, just a quick episode this week, even though we had a lot of headlines, especially out of the MCU with Deadpool 3 and Armor Wars having some interesting developments. Uh, but we'll save those for next week when I, since I got a lot of stuff to do today. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be watching the Avatar re-release in theaters this weekend. Uh, but with that, that's a wrap for this episode. You can tell me ideas, anything I need to miss that I might need to cover at email boxofficewatchpodcast at dm.com over on Twitter, B-O-WatchPodcast. Our show is on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review at the release. Tell a friend any of that helps. Um, um, links to all that in the show notes. Numbers used in the show come from dnumbers.com. Into and outro music come from Kevin MacLeod. His stuff has a complete at filmmusic.io. Editing production by Ninsboy Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch Podcast. Remember, our watch goes on. Mm-hmm.